Hello everyone, welcome back to Bushwalker's Diary Podcast, episode 8, season 1. I'm here, Kavita Joshi, with Alex Olchin. Hey Alex, how are we going? Hi Kavita, very well. How's your day go going so far? Uh, it's a bit, um, bit cloudy outside, we've had some mixed weather lately, but um, can't complain. I heard you did a walk recently, five days. Oh, who'd you hear that from? <laughs> so anyways, guys, uh, me and Alex, we actually did a walk for five days uh, together with a group, and we are going to talk about that today. So Alex, tell us the area you did this five days walk, and uh, how was it for you? Yeah, well, this is a place I've walked before. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did a five-day walk, same area, um, but with different people. And this one, we didn't cover quite as much ground. It was fairly warm and we had a, a bigger group, but it was really enjoyable and we got to sort of investigate and really dig down into some of the interesting features of the area. So this is a place uh, near what's called Nunes. Nunes is in the Blue Mountains past Lithgow, um, and it's in Wallamai National Park. Now, where we walked is actually on the border between two national parks, Wallamai National Park and Gardens of Stone National Park. And um, the Gardens of Stone is a really special area. Uh, it's uh, under uh, different threats in, in general, so there's a lot of mining that happens in the area, underground coal mining. Um, which can damage on the surface these really interesting rock features called pagodas. So the area, and it's like a garden made out of stone. You have all these beautiful rock features everywhere um, and these big features called pagodas, so the big rocks with uh, layers of iron stone um, banding through it. And they're almost like thin tiles and they go in all different fancy directions. So they're really quite, uh, quite special. And that really sets the scene for the place that we were. So we were mostly walking along a, a, a range or a, a divide. Um, on one side, we had the Capity Valley, which was really some some claims that one of the widest canyons in the world. It's quite a wide, um, deep valley. So we could look down into that, into uh, features like um, Pantone's Crown and off to other areas like Mount Airy. And then on the other side, we had some uh, uh, nunes where we'd started from and some more cliffs and um, greener areas of the national park. So, yeah, interesting place. Let's start from day one when we started from nunes. Uh, it was... Uh, we started around 10 o'clock, isn't it, Alex? Yeah, a bit of a late start. We were arrived the night before, actually, and had camped um, nearby, not not quite at the meeting spot. Um, it's always nice, uh, which means you don't have a early morning drive. I, I quite enjoy That's that. That's kind of my favourite time because we are going to on an overnight hike next tomorrow, so we're going to drive this evening so we don't have to get up super early because sometimes there's like two, three hours of drive. Yeah. So that was really wonderful. And we had two families with us, with yeah. the kids. Yeah, which turned up and they're, they're a little bit late, but that was all right. Gave us some time to lay outside and read some books when they turned up. Um, but yeah, we started from Nunes Campground, um, which is an old old mining town, um, and headed off with the, gee, were there five, three, 
three kids, three kids, three young kids. That was uh, my first time walking with the kids. I kind of really enjoyed it mm, <laughs> for yeah. a change. Well, it set a good pace anyway, nothing too strenuous. Um, but uh, yeah, different different form of company. So we had the uh, two families, um, so four parents and uh, three kids and all girls which was you know i felt outnumbered <laughs> uh but uh you know just starting off um it didn't take long before we stopped it well the party was stopped at a little water creek um little water pool and they were looking for tadpoles and <laughs> playing around in the water um, i think they were trying to capture some tadpole to take as pet yeah yeah <laughs> we we later on in the trip after they'd left actually had captured Turned out we captured a tadpole in one of our water bottles. By uh, mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to drink it and there was a little tadpole in there, but that was a bit of fun. So, yeah, um, first day was sort of interesting. We we're just following up what's called Little Capity Creek. Um, and we saw some groups along the way, actually. Yeah, I think two groups one with a family, kids of four kids in the family, and they actually asked us where they can find a way to get to Mount Dawson, mm. which is quite surprising because it was a bit late in the day to get to Mount Dawson and it was a very hot day. Yeah, yeah. So they seemed to be following um, a, a GPS sort of recording that they'd found online. Uh, and, you know, this area, there's a, there are main features, so ridgelines and creeks and things like that, but the rock features can really make it a bit tricky to navigate sometimes even if you know where you are or you've got a gps track it may not really help because you don't really know how to get around these cliffs or, or rocks and whether you have to scramble around something or up and over and and the other thing that's changed a bit is the fires there were quite significant fires that we had in the area over summer so it can make it hard to see where people might have gone previously where old tracks were so yeah this group was sort of looking for pointers and directions which we tried to help with but it's a bit difficult you know it, it, even though it's not far from civilization um, and it is an area that gets visited a little bit uh, it is easy to sort of get into a bit of trouble um, navigation wise and, and you can even get confused yourself uh, with a lot of the um, intricate creeks and, and gullies and canyons and things of that nature in the area even with the map sometimes you can't see a 20 or 30 meter um, cliff for example mm, mm. it can be between the contour lines and uh, we found we saw them again while we were having lunch i think here yeah. yeah and then we uh, gave them a direction and they followed it but uh, looks looked like they didn't have tents so they were really trying to find these caves in mount dawson so but it didn't rain that night so luckily hopefully even if they didn't reach up to the all the way to the cave they should be fine because there was no rain without tent yeah. but they had four little kids one of them probably three four year old or five year old not older than that yeah so that was a bit worrisome but we were not going in the same direction afterwards because we were heading to point uh, nicholson i think yeah near point nicholson called so there was a um place we we're heading to which was called the room um and i guess as per its name, it's like a big room within some cliffs. So there's uh, cliffs on either side and a, and a nice gap. It's quite cosy. Um, and uh, all the kids were had a, had a great time playing in there, you know, mucking around and sort of made it their own, which was um, they, they seemed to have a lot of fun when we got there. And, yeah, so, so the you know, the first day was just getting to a campsite at the room, um, which 
luckily we had people who'd been there before, so <laughs> we could just follow them. Um, and there was a really nice for uh, the happy hour. We had a really good uh, sunset because mm. uh, we were at a high camp. Yep. There was nothing but a vast expanse of beauty to look at, and you can see uh, a lot of views, yeah, including Pantoni's Crown, which yep. was really lovely. Yep. And uh, not many times I've done high camp, so that was one of the highlights for my trip, I would say. Mm. And uh, kids were wonderful. They were quite busy in the bush, and their parents were quite surprised that it takes a lot of effort for them to be busy at home with iPad and everything. But here they were busy with making their little tents out of, in the bush uh, out of uh, just branches and leaves. And, uh, yeah, it was really nice to actually talk to them. I was quite surprised some of the 8-year-old to 10-year-old knew how to make the fire or how to put out the fire or what happens in the in, in case of emergency if the, there's a fire, what, what are the steps they're going to take. So I was quite surprised how well-averse they were with all the scenarios in the bush. And I really enjoyed that uh, campsite for us because we end up not staying in the room. We end up staying next to the cliffs a bit more. And uh, we also have a wonderful um, sunrise for that reason. Yeah, yeah. So a uh, yeah, great spot out on the cliffs, not too far away from everyone else, but um, a bit quieter you know, overnight, which I, I think was good. It was interesting. We It was quite a warm day, and, and the first couple of days of the trip were pretty warm. And uh, we I went off with some others to try and find some water because we'd brought up a little bit of water Um during the day which we were obviously drinking but we need to go get some more i was thankful because i didn't have to go i just looked after the kids and alex did all the work yeah, and and you know there's a little creek nearby but because we're up high they, they don't flow that much uh, we'd expected it wouldn't take that long to walk down the little creek and find a pool or something like that but it ended up being almost an hour of walking down further and further um before we came across you know a pool that would be useful and and that was sort of a little bit worrying because you know it's hot you're already up here you obviously need water to you know drink but to making meals with and things for later on and we're worrying about days in advance because we're going for five days um so it was quite you know it was good that we finally got to a pool of water and it was quite clear and just big enough um but you know there wasn't actually much about in that area and it was interesting because we did a walk the next day and we walked up that creek from lower down and there was nothing, no water lower down. So it was only this little spot where the water had actually formed in a nice pool. I think special. that kind of made a decision for us to camp in that area for two nights in the same campsite. Day two, we end up doing a day walk from our camp uh, site from the day one. We walk towards north uh, from Point Nicholson following the ridge towards um, and stayed high and we end up going to Point Anderson. Uh, so tell us about this day two, Alex. Yeah, so as Kavita was saying, we're following a ridge, um, big valley and big cliff on one side and sort of a smaller drop off uh, on the other. But there were lots of large pagodas there. So we were mostly walking around the base of them, so not up and over, because even if you can climb up up on top of them, um, as you try and go further forward, they normally end in a bit of a cliff. Um, so there's sort of cracks between each of them. And you can sort of imagine it like a ridgeback with all these lumps on it. 
and you have to instead of walking across now up and over each lump you sort of have to walk around them so that meant uh, a bit of time in the shade which at times was nice i think i remember uh, the few people from the party actually end up going up a pagoda and they climb quite a bit and they end up going uh, at some point giving up because there was an overhang it's only i think um rating wise it was grade eight climbing but it was quite dangerous in case they fell backwards there was no stopping from them uh, like 30 meter up yeah yeah so they were able to climb up onto you know part way up a pagoda and came back down um, whilst the others just uh uh, relaxed a little bit while waiting but yeah we got as a group most most of the way out to point anderson and then um half the group turned back and the rest of us kept going and yeah it was interesting trying to get out as far out along towards point anderson as we could it got uh, a lot narrower in places a bit rockier and i think it was a very hot day so we it was most of the day was in the shade with the kids and that's why uh, half of the party decided to go back with the kids because it was we knew the route it was easier doable by um, by the rest of the party and uh, we didn't have a lot of water so we said in the on our walk as well that day so the decision was made some of the people wanted to keep going forward with whatever water we had left and the kids and some people uh, went back to the campsite and uh, we ended up making to a uh, pass point Anderson, which was great. And uh, we decided not to do a return tip, but uh, do a like a loop and come back to the creek where Alex and the rest of the people had gone on day one to get water so we can collect some water and go back to the campsite. I per- personally found it a bit very a bit steep sections of in that walk returning back because not much uh, for you to from you to roll back down all the way down the hill so i found a bit stressful for my knees but it was doable still we end up coming back all the way down to the uh, valley and uh, through a through some different sections of the walk because there were times when he had to decide to traverse across because there was a cliff right underneath us and uh, it was still very very good views and um, there were point uh, I was too focused on the track but still I would say it was a bit challenging but still doable track yeah yeah so it was a yeah it's definitely a steep descent um quite loose especially with the fires that had come through um it was actually nice we did get to a section that hadn't been burnt uh, so it's nice to walk through that um and you know on the whole walk there weren't many sections like that so that was one of them there was actually leaf litter on the ground again and things like that but yeah we dropped down into the creek eventually which was a bit of a relief but then it was a yeah, you know, a bit of a long walk back to camp from there. It's uh, a bit canyony on the way back because we were following this creek and we eventually found some water, but there was some boulder. You had to come either climb that way or you go back to the steep section and walk away from the creek a bit. So that was interesting. And we got some water for the rest of the day and the next day afterwards. So we didn't have to walk back another hour to get the water. And it was it was really nice. Another really good sunset we had, and I think we had some happy hour left from the day one and some drinks as well. So we I really mm. enjoyed the yeah. Still had some port <laughs> left over. <laughs> yeah, and the same dinners. Uh, still a bit warm weather, so it was really pleasant to sleep outside again. And uh, yeah, that was day two.
day three, this was the day when uh, one of the family had to go back because they were only there for three day walk. And uh, we end up, uh, rest of the party end up walking from Point Nicholson uh, south towards Mount Dawson. And as you said, Alex, uh, we followed the ridge. Would you be happy to explain the path we took? Yeah, so we, it was interesting. We started off um, and actually caught up to the, the group that had shot off not long before us. Um, but then we quickly looked like we were going over the main cliff down into the valley below. So there was a little bit of a, a steep section we went down um, through cliff line and to, facing towards the Cape Valley where... Um, uh <clears throat> pantone's crown is and then we traversed along south so that was sort of an interesting section a bit of a drop off that we had on our right but we we're able to traverse along for a little bit on a nice ledge and eventually came back up on top um there was some climbing bits as well from one pagoda to another one yeah but i had to give my backpack to yeah you. so a few few pagoda sections there was meant to be a, a pagoda goater of death um in the area but we missed it (laughs) or went a different way so that's all right um but yeah there were a few spots where we had to sort of have a look around and have a think about which way we might want to go Um, do you remember when we took our backpack off and we went down this gully to see if it actually is a canyon yeah there was a nice little slot that dropped really steeply um quite quite quickly yeah. it really reminded me of my donkey mountain day when i hiked in donkey mountain it's quite similar because you can find really big canyons to walk into between pagodas and it might further drop off into a big cliff so that was really nice i really enjoyed that day uh, we had really good views when we had a morning break we saw this tower just standing yeah, independently pinnacle pinnacle, pinnacle. Uh, right next to the cliff, yeah. So there was some nice, nice scenery uh, as we walked along, and it wasn't very scrubby. So no. a lot of the fire had been through there. So it was actually quite warm in in the sun. Not much shade, and that's something I think I really um, noticed is how much warmer it is without the shade of the trees. And even oh, when pagodas, yeah, yeah. So um, it definitely fires have had a bit of an impact there. But yeah, after couple of hours wasn't a full day's walk at all no, i think we were in campsite so in mount dawson we found a huge cave there were caves everywhere there so we ended up uh, finding the designated cave which the leader wanted to get us to by 2 30 we were in the cave mm. and uh, that was wonderful because i felt like a bit of a fool because i was carrying three liters of water from day one collecting from everyone and there was a tombness down the uh, down from the cave there was a lot of streams of water so uh, we end up actually washing ourselves and washing our clothes and have a bit of fun there yeah yeah it's quite a quite different to the other camp you know (laughs) two minutes as opposed to a you know an hour walking to get to water so that was um, quite quite nice and and reassuring that we didn't have to go too far to get water Um, and I think it's more so down to the uh, topography you know the underlying geology and and uh, shape of the area because sort of similar both places are up quite high but this one uh, the water just pooled better um, better than in other the other places that were out where I think it was a bit sandier so yeah it was great to have some water quite close to camp and that's how we decided staying there for two nights again 
because after that we were returning back and the rest of the party was continuing another day or two. So that was really good spot for getting water so we didn't have to worry about how to find it. And after lunch, after 2.30, we ended up going for a couple of hours exploring around the area, exploring the creeks, because the leader was quite keen to find out some of the creeks, if you can get down a bit further, if you can find some waterfalls. And I quite enjoyed exploring mm. because we didn't have to carry our backpacks. We could leave all our stuff. And we ended up going and finding quite a few waterfalls that day. Yeah, yeah, waterfalls in these canyons. So they, they're quite, you know, small canyons, but they were, were canyons um in between big cliffs so quite interesting uh, trying to work out why because we didn't have any rope or proper canyoning gear with us and uh there's lots of little branches all over the place so we'd try and get in at one spot and a cliffs be too high and then go around the corner a bit or climb over a pagoda or go this way and that and, and yeah do you remember the climbing bit we actually traverse a pagoda and uh the leader did it first and we mm. all had to be very very careful and cautious because it was not much holding but fortunately the pagoda the what do you call the sides of the pagoda well they're little flakes i guess <laughs> yeah quite flaky yeah. but uh, f fortunately it was quite strong for us to climb traverse the whole pagoda and yeah. get down to this creek and come up to a wonderful uh, waterfall yeah yeah that was definitely interesting climb i think we go in and out the same way yes or? we did yeah, we tried yeah. to think of other ways and yeah. next day we did but the day we were running out of time it was yeah. i think 4 30 we had yeah to yeah back. so we so we went in and out the same way but as yeah kavita said you're sort of um on the edge of a cliff traversing along and there's a bit of a drop couple of meter drop underneath you and you you know in stepping on these little ledges or little small platforms that are part of the cliff but you're sort of on a sheer edge so that was sort of interesting um but yeah it was good you know if if the rock features weren't like that there's no way you would be able to get across so it's quite unique to the pagodas that they sort of allow you to to climb around in that sort of way but yeah great features in the area yeah the climbing end up being very rewarding because we end up going back to a bigger creek uh through that way and then we followed the creek down and we end up finding a couple of waterfalls i remember mm, mm. and there was a point where the waterfall became really big so we had to stop and return but i think there was a lot of opportunity for abseiling I, I remember you were going down one creek even yeah further down. i went a bit lower and found a beautiful water slide sort of down into a uh, big crystal clear or blue tinted um water hole which just been dug into a sandstone rock so it was you know just a pure bowl of, of water like a big bathtub wow um, turquoise yeah. water i yeah. missed that because i was following the leader and we stayed a bit higher up to make sure to see where we can go any further or not mm. but there were points where you had to return because there was not much scope to get out from that way we tried to figure out there was other exit points or not and there was one place where it was very uh, slippery because yeah because of the water drop so we tried uh, that path but it, we were not successful it was a bit too risky without rope or any help so we ended up returning the same way climbed out uh towards the pagoda again um, but by this time we were more comfortable because we knew what we were in for and mm. then we returned so that was day three uh, i remember tr it was a bit hard to find places to sleep for me that night i remember because there was a lot of sand everywhere 
but uh, we had a mat, so there was a malfunction with the mat. It popped, and uh, I was feeling a bit discomfort having a pop mat. So I was using my old one, which was very thin. So you can feel the cold coming up. So if you're um, not used to of cold um, in on this floor or something, because we didn't have tent either, uh, we were using a Tyvek sheet and uh, finding uh, a place. Funny enough, I ended up going to the pagodas where we had a sunset that night and uh, slept there, which was quite nice. But it was a bit spooky because I haven't slept uh, in the areas like that before. At the same time, the moon was full, so it was quite nice. And I woke up to a lot of clouds the next morning because the weather has started to turn a bit cloudy and uh, it was chances of rain that day as well so i woke up seeing all these beautiful views were gone all i could see was the fog and clouds and uh, yeah so that was day three day four uh so this was our uh, second campsite which we were supposed to spend the fortnight in as well and uh yeah we end up going for a day walk that day all of us with a light backpack mm, yeah so it was the weather was quite different it was very uh foggy in the morning and it stayed pretty cool throughout the day um clouds and things blocking out the sun which was nice i think eventually sun came back through and it was yeah. warm again but uh at least the the start of the day was a lot cooler i remember till lunchtime it was quite cool because the weather was very hot so it was a bit of a relief from the heat having clouds and that was more like exploratory day we didn't have a final destination because we had to return to our campsite so we could go wherever as the time permits so we end up actually exploring a lot of creeks waterfalls we had few swims i think i remember having few places to swim yeah and the last place we had was a big pool where you guys jumped in as well mm, yeah nice swimming it yeah. was a very good day to explore all this area in a uh, free way because you didn't have to worry about where we're going to camp tonight where we're going to get water from so i really enjoyed that day yeah so we headed out to a spot called point march um which was you know getting uh you know further south um interesting spot and uh, we mostly followed along near the cliff line the scrub that would have been there previously was was all pretty much gone so it's very open um lots of rock to walk along uh not that much bush only a few small sections where we had a, a little bit of a bush but it wasn't wasn't too bad um there was a nice spot there i think we, we stopped maybe for lunch or morning tea and we we're actually under some proper big trees um that still had all their leaves which was nice um but yeah mostly on the way back that's when we started to explore around and and have a look at uh the creeks and and water features of the area um so yeah that was a lot of fun from point marsh when we went up uh I, I remember very nice views because we were able to look at the other side of the valley now a different valley which is Wolgan valley and we were looking across to donkey mountain so this was the first day where we could see whole of donkey mountain from our uh side how did you think the day went day four yeah it's good good fun exploring around and um, good use of our time and i think the features just like we'd sort of explored a little bit in the day before um 
uh, spots that most people that might walk in the area may miss. Uh, I, you know, I'd walked through there before, but because we we're covering a lot further distance, we didn't really have the time to stop and um, look in all those nooks and crannies. So, yeah, it was definitely a great day. I think uh, there's always a trade-off between the distance and exploring. This walk I found um, we were really lucky to have enough time to stay put in one area and just go around everywhere. So by evening, I still remember by the time we finished, the before just before we finished the walk, we ended up coming to this area where there was a lot of pagodas. So we had this little time uh, of just climbing different pagodas. And I still remember you guys were sitting in one area and I was just going off to all the pagodas I could climb. And some of them one side you can climb and other side it was a big cliff but it was quite fun because that day was the it was a point in that day when i felt really overwhelmed the scenery i had in my personal opinion never seen so many pagodas together in one place and because of fire there is no scrub there was not many trees so everywhere you can look there was pagodas hundreds of them and the valley one side it was just a time which reminded me of my hike in Washington uh, in the US when we end up hiking up these mountain and uh, all I could see was peaks uh, with snow on top everywhere and there were some clouds underneath us so all I could see it was felt like I was in heaven so that was a similar feeling I had in uh, this area the other day in uh, as because the Garden of Stone area, Wollamai National Park has a lot of pagodas. It kind of gives you mini mountains everywhere, <laughs> and uh, which I really enjoyed. And I told the leader I was quite thankful to be on the walk with them. It was a very good company too. I really enjoyed the company of the team. It was a quite good teamwork. Uh, everything was quite um, peaceful, easily manageable. There were not many issues during the walk and everybody was helping each other so quite a lot of teamwork i felt in that walk yeah yeah and that was day four and we went back to our uh, sunset point because it was a bit far away from uh, like 10 minutes walk from the actual campsite and uh, we were able to go back to that to see sunset. And uh, today we did uh, some yoga. So people found out in the uh, group that uh, I used to teach yoga. Uh, and then they end up uh, asking to do a session. And I really enjoyed doing yoga on top of a uh, pagoda <laughs> during sunset. Uh, you were a bit bored, Alex, were you? <laughs> yeah, I, I just sat there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alex didn't join us. I uh, didn't think it was useful. <laughs> But we actually end up continuing the rest of the yoga session in the campsite before dinner as well. And uh, this time tonight we had other uh, cave which we Alex and I found, and we actually camped the night there because it was very windy. So even the other uh, rest of the group had to move from their last site because the wind was coming through the uh, cave in the direction they couldn't avoid. So they actually moved their um, bed as well, and uh, we end up finding a really good spot because the wind was coming against us so it couldn't just go through and we didn't have to worry about cold all night it was a good night now is the time to finish the walk uh me and alex we had to get out because he was going back to work the next day 
And it was hard to say goodbye at some point with the rest of the group because we really enjoyed the walk with them. But uh, most of the day we were still walking with them. And so which way did we go, Alex? Do you remember? Yeah, so uh, walking back towards uh, Walgan Valley and back towards Nunes. Um, so we sort of walked uh, uh, east and we're going to a spot called bell minor canyon which is quite nice i'd been there before and kavita hadn't that uh, was our exit point isn't it yeah so we we're able to follow um follow along with the uh, others to that spot which was which was great um and it's probably the furthest we walked uh out of the days um mostly open but a few spots where there were some a little bit of scrub but nothing nothing that was a problem um saw some interesting rock features and some more views uh, down into the valleys as we're getting closer which was nice and more views of donkey mountain and um where capity creek is um near noons and uh yeah eventually we had to say goodbye a bit after lunch and it was sort of interesting because we they said oh you know just go down here and you'll be down in uh your creek that you need um but we sort of started off and it got a little bit steeper and because it's canyony, it actually ended up with a bit of a slide and we had to go down. And um, you had a tape, so it was yeah. not that hard. Hopefully yeah. the rest of the group got out. Of yeah, well. luckily I had a, a tape rope to help us sort of go down um, or else, yeah, because it was, you know, four metres or so on, on an angle. Um, and, yeah, you could sort of slow yourself down, but having the rope really helps you to control as you went down so um i ended up using it as a hand line to upsell down because i didn't want my clothes to be wet it was the last day but it was getting a bit late so i wasn't sure if i wanted to be have a wet butt mm. and uh i think you guys took a while to, before we could figure out which creek we should have gone down on and luckily it was the right creek because there were a lot of um, exit points out of the creek to the higher points but uh to get to bell Minor, there are quite a few entry points but uh, not all of them were explored by the leader or by you alex yeah yeah some of them probably had bigger drops than that one so it was good we came down that spot there um and then we're down in bell minor canyon we had a bit of a look around looked upstream um where there was a nice canyon formation uh which i hadn't seen before and then we continued down with our packs um, a bit narrow in some areas so the canyon gets quite narrow yeah, Kavita took off her pack in a few spots. Maybe I did the same and tried to squeeze through mostly. It was very beautiful though. Yeah, and it was a, a dry canyon, so there was no water in it at the time, but uh, quite sandy. It actually changed a bit since I'd been there uh, over a year ago, I think because of sort of flooding that we've had. Um, so a few more sticks and logs and things in the canyon than what I'd seen before, but um, nothing too bad. Yeah. It opens up into a huge canyon area, uh, into a big creek, uh, and that reminds me of rest of the canyons in the news that the style of you go big boulders and you have to climb around. And because of the fire and the rain, there was a lot more logs in the creek, so it wasn't uh, easy to just keep walking on the creek, so we had to go up on both sides, right or left. And there was one point I actually um, fell into a... Uh, hole which i thought wombat hole but you didn't think it was a wombat hole no, it's probably there's it a big tree next to it so i think when the tree had fallen over they leave holes like that 
Yes, and then I already had some issues with my ankle, so it wasn't very pleasant for a bit. But it was all right because uh, my ankle was too warm. And then we came down the mountain, and I just followed you afterwards, Alex, because you had done the canyon before. Yeah. And it was easy. And then we end up uh, being on the road, and there was another four or five kilometers of walking back to our car. So that day we pretty much did. 18 kilometers so which was the longest day because first day was seven on average we were doing 12 to 15 kilometers a day which was not a lot easy walking so last day was probably the longest one but it was a very wonderful walk yeah and it was interesting at the end you go through uh as you're getting towards noon you go um past uh, an old pub that used to be there and um it's now got a hotel sort of cabins and things uh and there's signing signs to read about the history and a few bits there and there were a bunch of people camping um and you know playing around so yeah it was sort of a nice way to finish as we walk back to our car yeah a lot of history there and uh because of covid the camping is you have to book the campsite so the system has changed quite a lot if you haven't been there in last many months uh, you might have to book the campsite they're private campgrounds you can book 40 dollars or something a night i saw a sign and the other ones are six dollar a night but uh, the main campground little kpd campground get booked quite quickly so if you're planning to go there you might have to book online in advance and we end up using the campground for to make cup of tea before we left after the hike which was nice to have a little bit of refreshments and uh, use the toilet and but yeah overall the walk was really good and i'll probably would like to walk back and um, back and uh, back there in the same area mm, yeah it's great so thank you everyone for listening in uh, and stay tuned we'll come back with some exciting more episodes of our walks we are going hiking this weekend in Morton national park two days and uh, thank you alex for being on the podcast always uh, fun to talk to you yes and thanks for coming walking with us i guess you took me walking anyway <laughs> <laughs> so yeah fun. we'll bring you some more adventures everyone uh, stay tuned goodbye <laughs>